Well, hello. Welcome to episode 35 of Chooch Chat, the Zach and Tony Show podcast, the only podcast with a Chicago musician and a Chicago comedian whose opinions of the real issues don't matter. I'm Zach. And I'm Tony. And today our special guest is... Oh yeah, Tony, take it away. And this is Chooch Chat. And today our special guest (laughs) is the one and only Grandma K. Arkale. Grandma K. Mall Arkale. Yeah. My grandmother, the mother of my mother, and uh, the patriarch, no, matriarch of this family. Am I I getting my words right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, cool. Grandma, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thanks for being here. (laughs) I got sucked into it. Yeah. How do you feel? Are you nervous? No. You're not? No. Great. Good. So my grandma just asked me why, why people mic check. Oh, yeah. I'm going to quickly answer that. Grandma, people might check because while we're on stage, because she, she saw us, my, my band, Man Called Noon, play a show. And uh, during the show, uh, I kept checking the mic, saying, check, check, check. And you check the mic over and over again so that the sound guy can uh, get your levels right. And uh, once he, he, he gets the levels right, you're good to go and you're good to sing. Hey. Also, check happens to be a nice word that has the key sounds that, you know, might pop. The the hard K sound at the end of it and the nice ch sound at the beginning. Oh, okay. Um, That's right. There's a classic uh, SNL skit with Tom Hanks where he goes crazy with it and he'll say, One, two, sibilance, sibilance, and like do that kind of thing. Um, Uh, That that kind of reminds me of the episode of 30 Rock. Where Alec Baldwin and uh, Tina Fey are in the courtroom, and uh, the people in the background are saying "peace and carrots, peace and carrots, yeah. peace yeah. and carrots, <laughs> peace and carrots, peace and carrots." Which is what they tell they uh, if early acting, intro acting type of like dinner theater in the suburbs type thing is what they tell you to do if you're in a big group sing, scene and you're, it's supposed to look as if you're conversating. If you can't think of anything to say, say you say "peace and carrots." carrots. Yeah, peace and carrots, just like you did. Like, oh, peas and carrots, yeah. peas and peas carrots, and peas and carrots. carrots. Um, <laughs> okay, well, today we're going to have a, a life podcast. Yeah. We're going to have our version of the WTF podcast. Another one, yeah. Yeah, where we're constantly ripping off of, uh, what's his face? Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Yeah. But basically, we just want to know about you and your life, and we're going to start from the very, very beginning. Zach's pretty good at leading these. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit here and, uh, and interject Interject every once in a while. Ask away. But Grandma Kay, I, w- I want to start you off at the very beginning, right? Yeah. 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 And what's the vi- what's the very beginning? How early can we go back with you? Can we can we go well, back to where, 10? Where were you born and when? There we go. I yeah. was born in a little coal mining town called Jenner Crossroads in Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, September the 23rd, 1940. Wow, okay. And who were your parents? Did your parents work in the coal mine? What did they no, do? No, no, no. My, my mother didn't work uh, when I was born. And uh, my father, I don't know what he did when I was born. I was When I was two years old, they moved to New Jersey, and he worked in a factory in New Jersey because the war was starting. Oh, yeah. Was he, and he wasn't, was he too old to be in the war? So he no, was in the he, was, he was in Germany for almost five years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. It, and so that was after you moved to Germany, though. No, no, he was he was in World War Two. He, right. he was in the war, right, like, for almost five years. Yeah, I mean, that was, did I say Germany? I meant yeah. Jersey. Yeah, no, yeah, we went. We moved to New Jersey, uh-huh. 
And we lived there for a couple years until my father went into the service. And when he went into gotcha. the service, we went back to Pennsylvania to live with my mother and her mother and father. And then my other grandparents lived up the hill, they called it, from, yeah. from them. So we all sort of lived together. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Grandpa Sheffy, your Sheffy? father. Sheffy. Sheffy. Okay. How do you spell that? S-H-E-F-F-E-Y. S-H-E-F-F-E-Y. What is that? What, what type of name is that? It's, it's American. As your as your <laughs> as as my husband would say. Yeah. It's a hillbilly name. It's oh a hillbilly yeah, name. that's American, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Grandpa Chef or Great Grandpa Chef. Great Grandpa Sheffy. Uh, yeah. After he got back from the service, did he come back to Pennsylvania to join you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he came back and he lived there, and he actually he did work in the coal mines for maybe about two weeks. And oh, okay. back then, he he just couldn't do it because you had to scoot in on your stomach. Oh yeah, and lay there and chip away. Sure, yeah, cold. it's notoriously one of the yeah. worst and hardest mm-hmm. and da- most dangerous jobs. Uh, people just want to bring back real bad, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, he, my dad really was. Um, uh, he built our house, and he was electric electrician by trade. So that's that's what I would classify his. He was a country boy. He oh, was yeah. like an old school mountain man, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's... but when he was young, he had a brother and two sisters, and they all sang. Yeah. And they wanted them to go down to Memphis. I think that's where it is, Memphis, Tennessee, to um, what's record? The... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my grandfather do, do wouldn't music. let him. Do music. Yeah, my do... grandfather wouldn't let him. You know, your, your grand your your grandmother. My grandfather. Your grandfather. So his father? His father wouldn't let them go. Really? Oh yeah. He was very he was very strict and he didn't believe in any of that stuff. What like music? Like, singing? Like the music, the drinking, the smoking. Oh. Uh, religious, was, I imagine. Well, yeah. Were they religious? Not really. They were just strict. Yeah, they never went to church, but just small town. Yeah. Type very conservative yeah. uh people. Well, m- mom was saying uh past guest Teresa G Michael Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, guess on she, the show. she was saying that he had an opportunity to be him and his brothers had an opportunity to be the host of Hee Haw. Hmm. Hee Haw is that the name of it? Yeah. No, 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 no. What What is the big um, country western Grand Ole Opry? Yes, they yeah. had a chance to go on the Grand Old Opera. Uh, cool. That's in Nashville, yes. also in Tennessee. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. And, and and that's when your dad said, or your grandpa said, said no. no. No, this okay. is where you live. You work on the farm, and this is it. Oh, Oof. My mom got that way wrong. Yeah, but what might have been, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we always say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so he he was a musician, obviously, but he used to yodel. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, like it was, oh, yeah. It, yeah, he used to yodel. He used mm-hmm. to play, play the guitar. Did he, did, he, did he play the banjo? No. No? It's like a real Hank Williams type a, of guy. Uh, yeah. Harmon- yeah. A, a little bit of the harmonica. Yeah, he used to yodel. And my dad likes to say that when people used to ask him uh, if he could yodel, uh, Sheffy would look at him and say, well, every once can yodel or something like that. The way he used to speak was very, well, every, it, was, it was like a hillbilly. Yeah. Everyone's. Every every once. Yeah. Every once he, can a lot, of, a lot of Pennsylvania colloquialisms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. And okay. I haven't lived there in, in over almost 60 years. What do you call a toilet, Grandma? A toilet. Yeah, you call it a commode. 
a well, commode. Well, that's a. They do. Is that a colloquialism? Is that a Pennsylvania colloquialism? Not, not no, a I think commode. It's a, that's it's what a, it is. It's a commode. Yeah, it's a hillbilly. Not a hillbilly. It's a, not a Pennsylvania hillbilly. Okay. Anyways, it's a. I think it's a. I think that's what they call it in the service, even. You know, I, I, I love no commode. Ideas We're here on out. I'm calling a toilet a commode. <laughs> gotta hit the commode. I gotta go hit up that commode, boys. <laughs> Don't come uh, looking for me. To help and then back. your mom was just a stay-at-home mom. She was for a while, and then she went to work. And uh, where we lived, because it was a coal mining town, they had a um, a sewing factory, and she worked there for a while. Yeah, uh, factories. Yeah, nobody works in factories anymore. No, it's no. You pass them in Chicago, and they're just all empty, or they're or they're lofts. They're yeah. places where people live now. Yeah. And my mother didn't work because. Before World War II, women didn't work. Right. Women, women stayed at home. Women had to work because of World War II. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That was a huge change. Mom says that your mother, <laughs> my great-grandmother, used to love aliens. And oh, they please. used to go searching for and they used to go alien searching <laughs> at Not night me. sometimes. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, and she read all those yucky magazines and newspapers about aliens. By yucky, do you mean? Martin. Yeah, I was going to say Playgirl. yucky no. or Playgirl. No, 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 no. Or... You know, you know the you know the ones you buy in the grocery store. Yeah, uh, tabloids. Side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. About. Them. All right. And Teresa loved that. She still loves it. She still loves it. Oh my yes. God! All she does is we we can have a whole podcast with her about aliens. Have yes. you met your granddaughter? <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Jeez. Now, guys... I don't know. I have two granddaughters. It all, it's all starting to make sense. It's all starting oh, yeah. to make sense. It's, it's linear. It's coming. It's all coming together. Um, I actually watched a UFO sighting documentary the other day because Gabriella posted about it. She was like, you got to watch this. It's real. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It was pretty interesting. The guy was a little bit nuts, the guy, because it was about essentially a... Uh, UFO oh, watcher. Yeah. Gabriella said you have to watch it. It's, it's, yeah. she, she told me it was beautiful. Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 well done. It's like a slice of life type. Well, poor, I can I can see Gabrielle being that way because of the way her mom is. Oh, because, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, Teresa used to scare her to death whenever she would go to the movies and see these stupid movies. I I can't remember <laughs> the very first one because I can't remember movies. But she went to it. She snuck. Exorcist. Exorcist. When she was sixteen, oh, she yep. was sixteen and snuck to the movies with her girlfriends. I know that because when I first watched Exorcist, I pretty I pretty much went through a conniption fit. Yeah, I oh, yeah. was oh just absolutely terrified. Couldn't sleep yeah. for weeks. One of yeah. the scariest movies uh, I think ever. So especially growing up, growing up Catholic, mm-hmm. you're just yeah. like, what the? F-? <laughs> you're like, this is not. Yeah, this is not good. I don't want this to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I didn't open my eyes. I knew somebody was staring at me. <laughs> and I opened them. There she was. Staring that's terrifying. Over me on the yeah. bed. That's horrifying. That's really st- that. That's real terrifying. <laughs> Shh, go back to sleep, mom. I just need to be in here for a while. <laughs> I used to. I used to sleepwalk, and I used to go into my mom's room, and I used to like like stare at her and walk around and like play with stuff, and then just go back to bed. She said it scared the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, it, do- it yeah. does. Sleepwalking yeah. is yeah. It's, uh... Also, you're not allowed to wake you up, right? Well, I used to wake up screaming. I used to have night terrors. Oh, okay. Um, As you were sleepwalking? like at, Well, no. I would just wake up having a night terror which gotcha. was from, a, from a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And the feeling of the dream wouldn't go away. Which I'm looking back on it. And after my experience with panic attacks, with which I got in my mid-20s, uh, I think looking back on it, my, my dream was 
was causing me to have a panic attack in my mm-hmm. sleep, and I would wake up having a panic attack, and it wouldn't go away, and I couldn't calm myself down. So that that it makes so much more sense now. Like mm-hmm. when I went through this phase from like eight to twelve, uh, where I would, I would wake up and I would just start. This is gonna sound crazy. Like bear with me, listeners, bear with me. I I would start praying because it's the only thing I would know how to do, uh, because I wouldn't know what was what was going on. Because uh, this overwhelming feeling of doom and death, everybody was gonna die, was 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 around me. And then I would then I then after that didn't work, I would start screaming. Then I would go on my mom's room and my dad, and I would start crying, and uh, and they couldn't calm me down, and I would just be kind of in the corner, just freaking out. Damn. Like. Uh, and then for about a couple hours until my body realized what was going on. Yeah. So it, and it makes way more sense that like what happened to me in my mid twenties, knowing right. that I had that experience from my around around eight to eight to twelve. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry to, to derail the conversation with no, panic no. attacks. No. no, it's all. Uh, That's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's all supernatural, really. Not really. Kind of. <laughs> you think it's so... <laughs> well, I got to tell you, there was always a gray alien right? in my dreams exactly. right before I woke up, and they were staring and they were directly saying, at my penis. We're, ab- <laughs> we're about to blow up okay. your planet. Okay, moving on. We're going to uh, need your penis to do it, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. So, you had to throw that in there. So, yeah. Grandma K. Uh, yes. <laughs> when... All right, so you grew up in Pennsylvania, ultimately, you would say. Like, yeah. that's where you grew up. That's right. Did you graduate up. high school from there? I grew there? up until I was married and, and moved with my husband. Ooh, okay, cool. Skipped a lot there, though. Uh, she did. You went to high school with Grandpa Joe. No. What? Your whole <laughs> life is a lie, Tony. My whole life is a lie. <laughs> your, mom, your mom's just gotten everything wrong. She's gotten everything <laughs> wrong. I thought I you went, knew Aunt Honey, Grandpa Joe. It was a small coal mining town where I lived. There was one where Granddaddy lived in another in Jerome. That was a coal mining town. In Pennsylvania. So they had them. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Yeah. And they had grade schools. And then from the grade school, they they funneled them in and went to one, one town, and that's where they had the high school. So you would, you would go to grade school for six years with all these kids, and all of a sudden you were switched down to a, a school where you didn't know any of the kids. Really? Because they come from mm-hmm. all different all right. little schools. But I... Was a my girlfriend that uh, I made when I was in junior high. Right. She, her family knew Granddaddy's. Who went to a different high school? Different high school. Okay. And I become friends uh, with with Darla. She was my girlfriend, and she was friends with Aunt Honey. Okay. All we were all the same age, and that's how I become friends. I was friends with Aunt Honey before I was my grandpa's sister. Yes, yeah. I know Aunt Honey. She right. uh, invited me Took along to, to yeah, Italy. We went, we went to Italy. With <laughs> yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, And so I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> so we all went to school together, but he was like he's three years older than me. Oh, okay. So I and I and I had a cousin that my age, and he was friends with Granddaddy. Okay. So and that's how I sort of knew who he was. Okay. You know, he was this real cool guy that was a lifeguard in the summertime. And, oh, you know, yeah, the lifeguards. Yeah, yeah. all the girls would fl- flock around him. Really? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. So I didn't pay. I, I and I it. didn't. This is what got to him. I didn't he was pay. a good looking guy when he was yes, younger. He's, oh, sure. He was, very, he was still handsome. He was still handsome. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 And uh, so I knew who he was. 
and uh, I would, would go to Jerome with Darla, and Aunt Honey would be at her house. And, uh, I would, and that's where I was formally introduced to him, is down there. Okay. He comes sliding down the stairs. What do you mean sliding? Well, you know. Gliding. You make it, sliding. You make it sound like he was yeah. shirtless and just no, came sliding down the no, rail. Like, like he's no, at a frat house. Like he, he was had, all greased up. Like Tom Cruise in <laughs> risky his, business. He had his t-shirt on all rolled up because that was the end. That was the style. That was the style at the time. That was the style. Did he have a pack of cigarettes in the sleeve? Yeah, sometimes. Course, yeah. He didn't smoke, but he did. <laughs> I was gonna say, you gotta look cool. If I, was, if I was from his era, his time, I, I think I would be doing exactly what he did. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. almost doing it right now, except yeah. in a black t-shirt and no cigarettes yeah, in my kinda. sleeve. Yeah, um, kind uh, of. So you noticed him basically right away. Well, I knew who he was a couple years before we started going Right, there. but he caught your eye. Did you always think yeah, he was he handsome? Was. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. That's uh, when did he ask you out, or did you ask? I mean, when I was a senior in high school. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you take him to your prom? Yes, I did. Oh, how? Man. how but old I wouldn't was he? go. I he asked me a lot to go out with him, and I wouldn't. Oh really? Why? Yeah, because I was hard to get. I guess. You yes. Know? No, you were respectable. I was, I was uh, snotty. <laughs> you know, I said I'm not going out with him. <laughs> you know? it, but I did. Did it? Did it? Were there a lot of guys pining after you? Mm-hmm. Really? Of course. This is just great. But I yeah. didn't. I didn't date. Okay. I had. She she just raised a finger to me. The, the <laughs> friend, I did not. Date. No, wait a minute. No, the friends I had. Yes. The friends we were all we would all go together to the movies, mm-hmm. girls and boys. You yeah. know, it was a group thing. And even when I started going with Granddaddy, that's what we would do. And our our date nights were Saturday night. I'm the only one that had a record player. Oh. And so we'd all go to somebody's house. The, and we'd play records and have that, but we we did go across the mountain. They call it high it. school. Oh wait, go ahead. When I was still in high school, across the mountain there was a, a bar over there, uh-huh. and they would let kids come in and, and go in the back room and play the jukebox and uh, no no drinking or anything, but they could dance. That's when when oh, cool. rock and roll was cut right coming in. That was in fifty six, fifty seven. Right. Yeah. When. Across the mountain, like literally across the mountain. Across, you would, yes. It's, uh, you would, you would, you would go through a hole in the mountain or you would go over the mountain? We went down the mountain and then up the mountain to come home. There was no tunnels there. You, you had to go uh, about 30 miles west of where we lived for the for the mountains. Okay. It, to put it in where I, I lived growing up, and you might know this, is uh, when... Uh, I've the, been there once. When the plane went down in Shanksville. Yeah. That. We live ten miles from there. No shit. Yeah. And you're talking nine eleven when the plane went down. Right. When the plane went down. Yes. Before yeah. it went, yes. before it made it to what Camp David or whatever wherever R- was that it. It was headed for Washington D.C. Oh, that one. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. That was the one Supposedly. headed for Washington, and that's the two guys that. Yeah. Went down. They just yeah. went went ahead and crashed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Right. What an interesting. That definitely puts it in perspective. An interesting thing. Yeah, to have to travel thirty miles to what the nearest bar, so you guys could well where hang we could dance. dance. I mean, there was yeah. there was a couple bars around, but there there was no place for. They're, we, they're we like small to town, minor minor type. Because bars. you never did that. I mean, rock right. and roll was just coming in, and, right. and the kids loved it, and they loved the music. Yeah, you know, and yeah, who who were who, who were were you guys listening to? Yeah. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly was was, was big. Was one. Buddy yes. Holly and and the, and the crickets, right? Yes, yes. And, and then uh, yes. Elvis. Elvis was he? Yeah, coming he later. was. He was a years too later. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you must have been listening to 
man, who else were you? You were you, 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 probably listening to a, uh, something these days, which which would now be considered country, but was was rock and roll back then, more rock some, and roll and some, rockabilly yeah, back then. Some, yeah. But you know, I have. But I Hank have all Williams, the you probably listened to a lot of Hank Williams. Not really, no. No, that was more more no. your father. Yeah, it was my dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, who I'm, was the Johnny B. Good? Oh or, yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah, people my are gonna, father even. Oh, uh, people uh, are gonna yell at us for this. Hold on, Here, hold on. Uh, no, uh, Barry, Chuck, Chuck Barry. Yeah, Jesus. Chuck Barry. Now, wasn't he a little a few years later too? He was a couple of years later, but he was something that, we, and that's the type of music we listen to. I am trying to think. Uh, I have all these records at home. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, I can't remember. You're going to have to throw it at me because I'm old. No, yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> all right. I don't think you're. I think um, you're fine. I think we get. We definitely get. I definitely get the scene. So do Did I. you go to like soda shops, ice cream parlors, things like that? Yep. Sock hops. There was a yeah. There was a drugstore in the town where I went to high school, and after school you go over and have a cherry cokes and yeah, yeah. This uh, this the the town. What was what was the name of the of the town again? Boswell. In Boswell, it was uh. There's a small aspect here that I want to touch on, the countryness of this. There is you grew you grew up uh, very country, correct? Like uh, what can you ex- explain some of that? Like uh. What you learned growing up, what Grandpa Sheffy's life was like growing up. Where was your nearest was, neighbor? Yeah, for well, actually, like I explained at the beginning, mm-hmm. my we lived in a house that my father built. Yeah, and right in front of that was where my mother's parents lived. Gotcha. And then up the hill, which yeah. was a pasture where they grew vegetables and everything in the summer. So this was all your property, essentially. This, though, it was right? my grandfather's, my grandparents' okay property. And he would farm it. We went up there. My other grandparents lived there. Further up the hill, I an aunt and uncle lived there. That's a lot. It's a lot of land. Yeah. Yes. We had a lot of they had a lot of land. And uh, we used to have a farm. Almost a mini mini farm. Yeah. You wouldn't nowadays they'd laugh at you know. But he had a <laughs> yeah. cow. He had a cow. You know. He had all the right. animals. Yeah. And, and would butcher a pig in the fall. And so I grew up. That's how I grew up. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah canning in the summertime and sure rural i grew up uh in an even more like a mini miniature farm uh in stafford virginia and we had blackberry vines and grape vines and we had corn a couple of seasons and things like that and we'd like do we'd jar blackberries and 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 make make jelly and yeah yeah um and in the fall they used to they used to make apple butter yeah yeah uh yeah so that it uh, yeah that's that's uh that's rural and then there was a, a Mining was the big industry, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the house still there? Uh, yes. No shit. Yes, all the houses are still there, yes. Oh, cool. The house that Grandpa Sheffy built is still there. Mm-hmm. Wow, I we gotta, should visit. I gotta take a look yeah. at it. I have to yeah, take a look at it. It's still down there. And when I was growing up, it was, looked so big. But when I would go back after I was married and everything, it's just so, it's so small. Seems small. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Always. I got um, houses like that too. That I I went back to the elementary school that I went to to teach kids drama for like after school things, um, and yeah, it to was, tell them I was not to like, get a degree in this. Basically, I was <laughs> yes, I did do that to high school students. But um, when I went, I was like, everything is either I'm way bigger, which I was, but everything just seemed smaller. Yes. Um, but my father built the house, and I want to interject here and say mm-hmm. that he had had no sons. He had five daughters, and we helped him build his house. Oh, cool! Because we weren't we weren't treated treated like girls. <laughs> no, I'm sure he. 
took it out on you guys yeah. a little bit. And he, he, I mean, he was an electrician, so when he had to go do a job, I was the oldest one in the family, so I would go. I was a cheerleader in high school, and I'd have my uniform on and everything ready to go, and I'd go and help him until it was time for me to go cheer, and Damn. then he would take me. She was, she's a tough cookie. That's the type of well-rounded that we don't get anymore. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, that's the, that's the type of, of well-rounded that me and you are striving for. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're striving for But, it. like, this is something that you're kind of... I mean, that's just how you were raised. Yeah. Right. That's just the way that, that, the way the way that it that, That's the yeah. way that it was at that time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's awesome. And not, you know, I mean... Uh, he wasn't he he wasn't mean or anything about oh, it, right? God, yeah, no. he, he, oh. he was just he was still oh, happy was nice to have guy. you girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he was the nicest oh. guy. Yeah, uh, such an interesting guy too. Uh, so yeah, I want to get back to this this physical aspect of you, uh, and this boy part of you, this masculine part of you. How about that? I was gonna say she used to uh, arm wrestle all oh, yeah? the, all the jocks in high school, and then win. Men and women alike. You're not. You're not. <laughs> or boys bring, and girls. Please alike. don't bring that up. No, <laughs> too late. Too late. Okay. So when I was 15, my freshman year of high school, we were talking about arm wrestling, uh, and I was beating all my friends. So my grandmother challenged yep. me, and uh, oh, she destroyed me. <laughs> it's all in the wrists. I've told he, you that it's all in the so wrist. Tell he, me about he beats all of us now, so you must have taught him pretty good. Tell me, tell me about how you got good at arm wrestling, and when did you start challenging all the boys in your high school? I didn't. They challenged me. Somebody heard that I could, I could, I could wrist wrestle. So they, they, everybody at lunchtime, they come up and want to wrestle. Did you win any money? No, you didn't do that back then. Were they embarrassed? No, it was just a fun thing. Yeah. You know? Figure some high school kids a bit have been embarrassed. I gotta tell you, I was pretty embarrassed. And I felt 15. bad. I have felt bad ever ever since that I did that to you and I, I should have <laughs> left you win and I didn't. Yeah, but here's, no. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Couple no, he, years you need to knock him down a notch. Couple years later, I hit the weight room, right? Came yeah. back, challenged her. That's when the arthritis started kicking in. Dominated. <laughs> I dominated. No contest. No contest. <laughs> Alright, took my grandmother out. <laughs> She never arm wrestled again after that. <laughs> did you? Did you beat uh, Joe? Did you uh, ever? Yeah, I, arm- be, I beat my husband once, I think. And and your son, yeah. And then, uh, well, that was the other thing about Grandpa Joe. Well, we'll get there. <clears throat> so you met Grandpa Joe, and you went out on your first date. Yes. What was your first date? Do you remember? We went to a, a drive-in uh, where they served the food and everything. And then you watched, you, and you went to the movies. And he was an hour late. Did he have a car? Ooh. And I wasn't even going to go out with him, but I I did. You didn't even like him. No, yeah, not really. I yeah, he was cool and everything, you know. But then we he brought me home and asked me out again, and so I went. And that was the beginning you, of the end. He wore you down. Yeah. <laughs> did you, you kiss on your first date? No. Wow. No, not in those days. Oh wow! Yeah, of course not. But anyway, I had to ask. Of course. <laughs> uh, I imagine. What what type of car did he have? Because he, he he used to work on cars. They, they used to be a well. He worked he worked for a while with Granddaddy out of, out of in Grandpa, the garage. Grandpa Joe's garage. Right? No, no, Grandpa. Yeah, Great Grandpa Joe's garage. Yeah, he had they had a garage and he worked there. Uh, I'm trying to think. He I know he had a Plymouth one time. Sure. 
but I can't remember. I just can't imagine him pulling up like Brando on a motorcycle saying, hop on. <laughs> no, he didn't have a motorcycle. <laughs> we Nobody back there. He kind of looked like Brando when, when, when he was yeah, younger. That would be a He, 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 he scary looked a little place. bit like a, a young Marlon Brando when he was younger. Yeah, he had, with his hair was long. And, he had those shifty yeah. Italian eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen some pictures. Um, so that was the first date. Second date? Uh at, after that, who well, remembers? Yeah, I mean, all right. So after after high school, did he he graduated? What two three years ahead of you? Three years ahead of me, and he was in the navy. Okay. When we were going together, he joined a service, went in the navy. Okay. And then uh, when he came home, we got married. Where Where did he go? Leave. He went to Waukegan. Okay. Illinois. Yeah. To the naval base. Yeah. The Great Lakes. Yeah. Great Lakes. Yeah. And that's and that's where. Uh, so where interesting. He went. And he was in the service for uh, almost nine years. My brother did boot camp up there. Did he? Yeah. That's Well, that's where... Yeah, that's where, where almost was. everybody does. And yeah. he went to a school up there, too, when he got out of boot camp. Okay. But, uh, and I stayed uh, with my parents when he was gone. And then he came home and he got into sub-school in Connecticut. Oh, submarines. Yeah, nuclear-powered Big deal oh, back wow. then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back then, it, he, he, it was... Correct me if I'm wrong... <laughs> You, it was, you were, we were just saying this phrase upstairs, you were the toughest guy or the cock on the walk. Cock the, of the walk. Cock of the walk. You were, the, you were, you were a, a big deal if you're, you had to be smart and fit and, uh, right. and a certain yeah. height specification. Oh, sure. Yeah, you, uh, were, you were respected when you were yeah. in the nuclear. I don't know oh, if, definitely. I don't know if it's still the same way, but I was looking yeah. into it and my dad was telling me about it and he, grandpa would always talk about it too. Sure. It's a big, big, big deal. Yeah, he loved, he loved that, yeah. Um, while he was doing boot camp, school, all that, were you still in high school? Is that why you? Oh, no. No? I was out okay. and then we got married. You were, and then just you, when he was on leave. You guys weren't married while he was going into boot camp? No. Really? Did not know that. I he came home from boot camp and then we got married and then, and then he, then took he off went again. to school, he took off again and then, yeah. and then... He was, oh, maybe a year. He was on the U.S. He was on aircraft carrier. Mm, cool. Before he got into uh, school for uh, submarines. Oh, nice. Was he would would he they go he out? Were, he were, were, were they would, would they go out onto the open ocean on and on the aircraft carrier? And... Oh yeah, he was up there. So they awesome. had the planes, you know, and he would mm-hmm. he was on the. The tarmac yes, or whatever. The yeah. So cool. Yeah. Just being on a freaking ship for your job. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, like a small, it's like a well, skyscraper that soul? floats. Yeah, it's basically. There was like 3,500 guys on the, on the yeah. ship, Crazy. I think. Yeah. yeah. Now, the Navy, from what I can glean from just uh, relative experience, seems to be the way to go if you're thinking of joining the forces. It seems like the funnest. Mm. Um, I don't... The stuff I would like to, I would like. There's pieces of each I would like to learn. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough to say each. Right. But yes, I would like to learn about uh, stuff on the water and being being on boats and ships. Mm-hmm. But I would also learn like to how to hand to hand combat and fighting and and, right. uh, and shooting. Yeah. Uh, in the army or the marines, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's the pieces of each. Sure. Why? Why? Why would you say the navy is? Um, I've heard store. I've heard stories of. Especially on big ships like that, they do a lot of. They put on shows. Oh, they yeah, kind of have. They yeah. they are left to their own devices a bit because they're so uh, secluded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That they have to kind. Of, they kind of, and they're all pent up, so they 
they have a lot of fun essentially well when yeah. he was on the submarine they they was together mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. almost three months yeah and they didn't surface <sighs> oh my god and uh and we, we, could, we didn't worst. have we didn't yeah. have contact with him yeah. right he was uh he we could send uh, a telegram a month and it had to be so many words oh my god everything and i that's when i was pregnant with uncle joe and uh, well you were that you were that's the middle of the cold war yeah, and I we had to send him a telegram that, that I had Uncle Joe. Did Grandpa Joe ever talk about where he he never was no, allowed to talk about where he was, where he was deployed? Wasn't he? No, he was still not allowed. before I, he I, died. To the day he died, I didn't. I have no idea where he was. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at it. I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take a take a guess. Russia. He was around Russia. Yeah. Oh, I I would think so. I think so too. <laughs> I I think we all assumed that. <laughs> but it's 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 interesting thinking about where he probably went and like, well. <sighs> Where would he? Where would he be deployed from? Like the 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 Pacific or the Atlantic? And would he come up? Or, and would they go up to? Because if they were deployed from the Atlantic, then they would obviously go up north to that side. They of They would Russia. stay on the Atlantic Ocean if right. they were if by you were Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, he was yeah. he was out of Connecticut. He went to school in Connecticut. But whenever they would, their home base was Scotland. Scotland. Oh, okay. And they had a the United States has a base there yeah and they would fly them over there and that's where they would get the submarine right there mm-hmm. so I, I just think it's so crazy that he was he, he never to the date grandpa my grandpa just died this past year yes and it's the day he died he never mentioned where he went on, on no. his missions no did he ever it's funny we even talked about that a couple months before he passed and and uh and he wouldn't and break he, he still wouldn't say anything he said he said well i really don't know I mean, you, uh, yeah, you're you're underwater. I mean, I guess you, they got to show him maps or something, well, he, right? Well, yeah, you know, like... and they know because he was down in the in the room where the periscope went up. Oh, okay, the control room. Because he was in, yeah, he was in electronics. So. Okay, yeah, crazy. Yeah, he he must have seen, but you know, I'm sure it gets a little bit hazy too. Mm-hmm. Have to spend three months, no like sunlight or anything like that with sure. the same people H- and right. hazy. Yeah, but probably... what I would like to ask about is like the. The few and far between action moments that aren't because the, back then the submarines, I'm sure if we picked up a book and the types of things that you didn't hear about mm-hmm. that that weren't reported, like the the near misses of a war, right? Those types of situations would have been so interesting to pick his brain about. Oh yeah, uh, well, he did go underneath the North Pole. I do know that. Oh, that's really cool. no shit. Yeah, because uh, when you're on a submarine, they they call you blue bellies or something, and and everybody they have these they make up their cl- Excuse me, their costumes and and wear them and everything. But when we go through Granddaddy's stuff up at the house, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff there. And and uh, he has books in that. Like they used to take pictures when they were on patrol, and uh, of all the guys and everything. Yeah. And so you might find some of that stuff up there. Great. Cool. Grandpa Sheffy never talked about his World War II experiences no. either, right? No, he never. But for a very di- different but he reason. He was on the front lines in Germany. So he, he, his because he was of what he's seen and what he had to do, right? Yes, yeah. he, did, he did mention one time after the war, uh, he was there and he had a motorcycle and he used to hunt. And so he would go up in the mountains and kill the deer and bring them down for all the town people. For all the Germans that yeah, didn't have the, any... The, they were starving to death. This is yeah. Germany or was this Germany. France? This was no, in Germany? Germany. Okay. And he was in the war for the full amount of time? Uh, for over four years, I Oof. think. Oh, my intense. God. It's got chills. That's a lot. And, and, That's and, so and, much death. That's Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. That's so that much is. death. 
you got to go back in just to get people whose families four have years all died. of it. No, well, well, that, that's what happened, Tony. I mean, that's war is it's a horrible, it's horrible. thing. Yeah. Horrible. The continuation of World War One. That's mm-hmm. what World War Two was. I mean, I remember reading about that. It was just it was just the advancement of warfare mm-hmm. and the political environments and uh, didn't really change much. It, well, I mean, by by the by the end of World War One. They just got really good at killing people, and then the war ended, and then they just took what they learned, and then and they just kind of started off with that at, at, at the beginning of World War Two. Yeah. We just watched that movie the other night uh, about the guy that would not fire a gun. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's quite interesting. Yeah. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I did too. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, out of Virginia, Lynchburg. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Yeah, conscientious, conscientious objector, didn't carry a gun out. I mean, obviously it's that dramatized. It's yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> obviously it's Hollywood, but like yeah. the you know, and it was Mel Mel Gibson, you know, directed right. it, so it's right. super gory. But I but I yeah. I don't mind it. I actually prefer for it. But me and Teresa and Davey watched it, and uh, and I didn't realize this, and and because. That's whenever they put off the the bomb, the atomic bomb, and and your dad said that's that was the reason they put it off is because there were so many people getting killed, it was just blood, it's bloodshed. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. They, they wanted to stop it, and that stopped it. Jim, did you guys ever hear Oppenheimer talk about him uh, being the creator of the atomic bomb or one of the creators of right. the atomic bomb? I, I did a lot of research in, in, about, about in, him actually in an interview, and when he starts, it's an old video. Mm-hmm. But when he when when he quotes that the Indian text, I have, I am become death. I am become death. I am the destroyer of worlds. Mm-hmm. I am become death. When, destroyer when, of worlds. Uh, yeah. v- Vishnu, or it's it, yeah, I I forget the name. But I can't really I don't can't. know that it's Vishnu. Yeah, but it's creepy, and yeah. he starts to like visibly oh, yeah. cry. Oh yeah, and he's shaken, and you can tell yeah. that he was probably shaken. Till he died. Oh, definitely. I think, well, which I don't think was much longer after that interview. I think um, he died. Pr- fairly... Wasn't it the eighties? I thought, oh, he, I thought really? he lasted. Yeah. yeah, I thought he didn't last. Even the even the. I you might I'm be just thinking, speaking out of memory, though. I don't you know. might be thinking maybe of the pilot of the plane that, that dropped the atomic bomb. I'm sure he had a he hard had, time too. Yes, yes. The Enola guy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're, to, to to take that many that many lives. Yeah. But yeah, Oppenheimer. It's it's crazy. You're a scientist. You want to create. You're, you want to use your knowledge. You want to use. You want to help. To create, and then you you create you something. Destroy. To that that destroys. Well, also he, I mean, first of all, he was from Germany, right? Or yeah. he's from that area. Mm-hmm. And he came over here. But if he didn't do it, the Germans probably the Germans would have. were on their and, way to doing and it. And that's what yeah. that show, Man in a High Castle, is about. Yeah. They but, essentially invented the bomb just in time, just before. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. No, I, I I've, been, I've been wanting to see it. Yeah, it's like, it's like a what if. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. What if what if the Germans what if won, the Germans won and the Japanese won? Um, but anyways, uh, so. Uh, Joe was in in a submarine during the Cold War. What mm-hmm. this is the fifties, and and fifties yeah. and sixties, mm-hmm. and you were you were back here stateside. No. Did you have yes. any kids yet? Yes, I had your mother and I had Uncle Joe while he was in the when he first went into the submarine service. Good. Uh, then he got. Uh, I had Kathy and yeah. I had Amy. Yeah, and. Uh, we went to Connecticut yeah. because that's where his base was whenever He'd be home. he was home when he was in the States. And so we lived up we lived up there. Uh, we loved the ocean. We always wanted to live close to the ocean. And so that's where we 
had a house there and uh, he got out of the service. He was going to stay because the, his next layover, would be, we would have went to Hawaii and he would have been an instructor over there. Mm-hmm. But your uncle cried every time he had to leave. Okay. And he, and he said, please don't leave me. Take me with you, daddy. And, and and granddaddy said, that's it. He says, I cannot do this any longer. And he got out of the service. Oh, Lord. And, but would you, would you not have all gone with him to Hawaii? Yes. Yes, but, we probably would. But your son didn't want to go, I guess. Well, he, he didn't, didn't realize. I mean, he was only oh, okay. four or five years old. Right, right. He didn't realize that his dad, that we would be going with his dad. All he knew was his dad left and wasn't home right. for a while. Yeah. But that made him very close to my father. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Because my father lived close by, and uh, he was very close with with him. Oh, good. So yeah, Uncle Joe. Yeah, I get, I get yeah. you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting. Uh, what was I gonna ask? So he came back. He quit the service. Mm-hmm. Did you start working, or did did both of you work, or did you stay at home with the kids? I I was a stay at home mother. I was very lucky. I had I had everything. I had a career. I was home with my children. I, you know, I, I did everything because I did it in steps. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I had my family. Uh, we had tragedy. We had a little girl that died. Kathy. And, yeah, Kathy. And okay. I uh, was very, very depressed. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. It was very hard on me. And my next door neighbor, Marge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was very close with me. And, and uh, she kept saying, you know, you got to do something. You got to do something. She says, why don't you go to school? So I went to college. Oh, great. Took How a, old are you then? Twenties? No, I was in my thirties. Thirties? Okay, that's. I mean, that's impressive. That that's hard to do. I would imagine, so especially went, back then. Back I would then, assume. yeah. Accounting, and uh, the kids were in school, and so I went. Uh, and then they kept saying, "We live in a very small town," and they kept saying, "Go down to the bank and put your application at the bank." I said, "I can't do that." I said, "I've I've never done anything like that before," and they said, "Well, just go down and see." So I went down, got an application, and filled it out, and talked to Steve, and he was the president of the bank later on. He wasn't then. And uh, so this was like maybe in February after I was done with school. And uh, about three months later, he calls me, and he says, Kay, he says, are you still interested in working at the bank? And I said, yeah. As a possibility, and he says, "Okay." He says, "Can this?" This was a, a Saturday morning. He says, "Can you be at the bank Monday morning?" I said, "Yeah," <laughs> and that's how Jeez. my banking career started. And I worked at the bank for thirty years. What'd you start Damn. off? I was. You started off as as a teller, and then you got slowly moved your way up. I was teller, head teller, and then I I went over and I was a secretary for a while for the loan officer and the president. Sure. And then I went in the back room. And that's when Smith Corona, uh-huh. I don't anybody ever knows what that is, they made the typewriters. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's where that's the factory where they made the, the typewriters in Cortland, where your dad. Yep. Oh. And they had a they had a plant over in Groton where where we were. And uh, they did uh, the bank did loans, uh, payroll deduction loans and savings for the people that worked at Corona. So I ran that. And and then uh, I went back out front, and I started working with the loan people, and then I become a loan officer before I retired. Wow. Well, I used to yeah. love coming to visit you in the, in the, in the bank. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to see Grandma's office. I thought she was like president, 
Oh, like, sure. like looking at when you're a kid and, you're, and, you're, and your grandmother has an office, I'm like, so do you own this joint? Yeah, yeah, like, right. This, this is your office. This is cool. And of course, everyone's <laughs> super nice to you too. Like, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This grandma's just grandma's place. Yeah. Uh, so you moved to New York. What year did you move to, to New York? Oh, we moved to New York uh, in 1980. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, 1970. 1970, that makes more sense. 1970, we moved to New York. <clears throat> and you were still were at the bank. Straight to Groton. No. We were, what happened was Granddaddy was in the service, got out. He got a job with an electronics uh, company. They, what they did was they serviced instruments that they use in, in uh, research in hospitals. And so uh, his first place where they sent him was Long Island. So we moved to Long Island for a year and a half because he would go into the city and service all the hospitals there. And he hated driving back and forth. Oh, he drove? The island. He drove. I guess there probably weren't he too drove. many. Well, we lived down there. I moved down okay. there. And, but it was, he, what he would do is he'd get up and he'd leave early, late in the morning. And then he would work late into the night so oh. he would miss all the traffic. Yeah. So that's, that's what he did. And then the first chance he got... To get tra- they needed somebody in upstate New York, and so he came home and he said, "I'm going to do it." I said, "Okay." So that's how we got to upstate New York. Yeah, he's not a city boy. No, <laughs> no. We we went in the city one time to take the kids to see the Empire State Building, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. So yeah, Groton and uh, I, I. I'm sitting here going through my memories of of Groton and Cortland. And if I so Groton is near Cor- Groton's upstate New York miles. near Cortland. Yeah. Okay, it is. There is, it's small town. Yeah, there's farms. Yeah. Well, Finger Lakes area. If you yeah. if you hear yeah. that, and then Mountains. we live we live ten miles from Cornell and Ithaca College. Okay. Yeah. So to put that in there, yeah. by uh, the the Finger Lakes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We live right by Cuba Lake. Okay. Cool. And you probably felt more at home there. I would imagine. Oh yeah, we lived small in a town. small town. It yeah. was we raised our kid. It was a perfect place to yeah. raise uh, a family. Yeah. 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 For sure. And the bank that you worked for for thirty years, did you? They just have branches. Did you just move? They had was one bank. When oh, wow. I started working there, there was eleven people working the, in the, the bank. Oh wow! That's all. Yeah. And then now they have now they have a, a branch in another town, but I don't know how many employees they have now. Uh, but so it's, it's just yeah, so that is small. Funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, man, I'm I'm, sorry, I'm 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 I keep getting lost in questions because I'm just going through my memories now. Now it's like starting to turn into like my yeah where my you, life yeah yeah, yeah. right you and uh, and where you meet yeah and all I am just I'm getting a little a little a little emotional thinking of all that all the oh, uh, sure. all of it so then then you won't mind me still move plowing ahead. plow plow ahead um, plow ahead sorry your, for being so quiet your uh, your kids grow up and move on I guess that's right and I personally know. Uh, two at least. I don't know if I've met. I think I've met Joe. Yeah. Yes, he was right? here Christmas. Yeah. If you okay. Can yeah, remember. yeah. 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 <laughs> She's referring to my state, drunken my drunken stupor. Well, you weren't as bad as Gabriella. Um, no. But yes, of course I remember, and I think I actually met him a couple times. So. And you um, met Amy. Yes, I've yeah. met Amy a handful yeah. of times. That's yeah. Marky's mom. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marky. Right. Yeah, Marky and Adam. Yeah. Um. So, who's who's the oldest? Teresa. Teresa. Oh, okay. 
She doesn't act like the oldest. Then again, I'm the oldest. Of, of my... You never. I'm the oldest you in don't, my family. You don't see her speak to the other ones to, to everybody right. else. Right. She yeah. tells everybody what to do. She tells oh, everybody okay. what to do. I can, uh, I can, I can believe that. Even me. Yeah. She bosses me around. I can believe that. Absolutely. Me and Grandma are sitting there, and she'll just be yelling at us about something, and because she's you know cruel. Well, she's not that bad. Oh, she's Grandma. We were freezing the other day. And she and she made us turn the heat off. <laughs> the fireplace. The fireplace. <laughs> My grandma's sitting there, cold shivering. And then she threatened you with a knife, I believe. Then she, right? did, she actually did threaten me with, with a knife. She, I was sitting at the, at the dining room table doing some work, and she came up to me with this uh, uh, very sharp knife. It's a butter knife. Uh, <laughs> May have she heard put of it. it. Well, she did. She put it right in my face, and she goes, "Don't you ever touch my fucking heat again?" Uh, Mothers do that, and, I, and they're allowed to do that. Uh, and yes, I, I, all, I, only thing I could think True. of was I, I, I just I just had to start laughing. Ask Uncle Joe the day I cleaned the kitchen table off with a swap of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> mom, mom uh, choked me against the wall once. Uh, I was I was outside being an asshole. I went inside to pee. Flush the toilet, start washing my hands. Mom knocks on the door, comes in, closes it, and grabs me, and just shoves me against the wall. And she goes, "You little fucker!" <laughs> she said the F word. Yeah, Why I was around. This? I was around fourteen. What did you do? I was just being a complete asshole. Just being a complete asshole. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But I just started laughing then too. I just, I couldn't. That's insane. It's you know. Yeah, you, yeah, because you, there's nothing you can do. What, what do you again, do? again, that uh, moms are allowed to do that. Moms so are allowed like, to do right, that. All right, well, yeah, they are. Go ahead and uh, nowadays get that, it out. that would be called abuse. Yes. Yeah, well, whatever. That, that's right, and it's so different from whenever I was growing up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you got in trouble in school, you came home. You your got parents. in trouble at home. Yeah, your yeah. parents took care of it for sure. Yeah. Well, that's the way I. That's the way I. Me too. Yeah. My, my parents aren't on my side when I, when it was there were there the the questioning was what did he do. And what'd you do? And they would ask, yeah. and then they 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 wouldn't yeah. say, "Did you do this?" They would say, "You'd be They'd no, be, yeah, you, no. you, you didn't have your side. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't no. have your side. That's you, how you 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 did it." Yeah, Uncle Joe was growing up. He was a rebel. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get in trouble, and he'd come home from school, and because we'd get a call from the school. And you'd say to him, did you do that? You'd say, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> One day he said, how come everybody assumes that I do everything? Did they? I, well, did he say? <laughs> I said, did you do it? And he'd be he, like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably admitted it, didn't he? Uh, um, what was the, I guess that brings up a question in my mind. What was the funniest thing that you, any of your kids got in trouble for? to your recollection funniest thing yeah what like what or what what can you remember the time that you were the maddest at one of them oh there was a number of times <laughs> oh wow mothers are always mad yeah. but i do i do remember the one time whenever joey was a senior in high school and he didn't come home from, from a date oh it was late at night and that's when amy was it's amy was still in high school and uh I was up. I said I, I was pacing because it was two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. He wasn't home, and I said, "Oh my God!" I woke Joe. I said, "Joe, I said, you know, we, we have to do something." Call the police department. So we called. Yeah. We called the police. We called the state police. Yeah. <laughs> it's before cell phones. And then, right. and then yeah. Dad, he started. He took, got in the car and went looking. He, he was camping out with a couple girls and a couple boys. Ooh. Ooh. 
And yeah, when you have to get the authorities involved, that's that kind of trumps things, but, you know. Yeah, it's but, just like, but they didn't do. I mean, back then they didn't do anything. Right. You know? They yeah. said, you know, well, you know, if you can't find him, call back right, or whatever, yeah. because. Like I said, it was small town, right. and nothing yeah. like what happens now happened back right, then. Right? Yeah. Right. It, it'll, yeah. Call us if they're missing for forty-eight yeah. hours, yeah. or you know, whatever. I had that um, happen to me. I wasn't allowed to go out past a certain time from junior year to no, from sophomore year until I was a senior, uh, past ten, because I came home at four. Mom was sitting at the computer, you know, no, no cell phones. She swiveled around, and all she did was start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, then, I, then, I, then I realized I was in, I was yeah. in big trouble. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. have to have yeah. some some boundaries. sense, and yeah. you know, and when you're growing up, but when you're growing up, you don't have sense. Sure, right? You don't. But the whole no cell phone it. thing is it was it was a big deal back. There was no way to communicate with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even, not even when we were growing up, yeah, we, we, we that, that's up. why I was in trouble. It was, yeah, it's because you couldn't let them know. If you could, could text, it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. But yeah. Um, maybe. So I have one question from my girlfriend's mother, Trish, who was in town that she wanted me to ask you. She said you should ask her what's your favorite thing to cook. So before we move on from... What's my favorite thing to cook? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's quite interesting. She's a pretty good cook, too. I don't have... I really don't have a, a favorite. I just... I love cooking everything when the kids were growing up. I, yeah. I guess sauce. Sauce, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess sauce. My mother-in-law taught me how to make sauce. She makes okay. g- good everything. Yeah. Very, very good everything but she I my, my, my favorite fav, one of my favorite things she makes is uh, your uh, beef stroganoff oh right which is so unhealthy oh yeah uh, but, but it's de- so delicious delicious yeah, I love that stuff delicious you like my zucchini I made the other night I liked her zucchini which is kind of like your uh, fried green tomatoes mm-hmm. which is which is really good mm-hmm. but everything you make man I miss gratin <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about you walking in on you cooking and gratin and stuff and it always smells great and I'm sitting here thinking about coffee and donuts with Grandma, Grandpa, yeah. Grandpa Patty, and Grandpa Al. Yep, they and used the, to come over and, and bring donuts. Bring donuts. And, and the and the and the back and the back porch, right? Mm-hmm. And then camping with Grandpa out in Groton. Groton. Groton was great. So what we used to do, what I used to do, was I used to beg and plead to go across the street through the Molinas, the, down the, the railroad tracks. Yeah, down the railroad tracks. And when I was a little older, when I, when I visited it again, when I was a teenager. When we, when we moved away, I'd go down there by myself and just walk those railroad tracks, old railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. And then there was just creeks, mm-hmm. small creek. rivers, yeah. and it was just, there's nothing. There's nothing there. It's... Uncle Joe used to trap when he was in high school. Get that really? <laughs> yeah. And it was. And cool. it's just fun. I, I I went fishing with Uncle Joe down down there one time too when I was really young, probably around twelve. And it was just fun. He would just walk for hours. Yeah. Just, oh, sure. just keep walking in for hours. Woods. So walking walking in the woods. Now we're about to get to you. What's that? Oh, sorry. No, I'm just going. I'm, I'm going no, down no. memory that, lane. That's good. I'm yeah. excited to get to your, no, you, your we, era. We don't need to get to me. Um, yeah. But okay, so your kids are they Hellraisers? Growing up? Not. Not, well, not really. I they were typical. Typical. Let's put it that way. Okay. There was nothing to extremes. Yeah. Good. You know. Good. So when they started uh, leaving, did they all go to? Did they all like go straight to college? Kind of normal all American type of thing. Or? Teresa. Teresa went to TC three. That's where she met. Dave, okay, Tony's father. Yes, and, also past guest on this show, right? Yeah. And uh, and Amy, Joey, Joey went to school, but he dropped out. He didn't finish. And happens. Uh, he moved. He moved to Cape Cod. 
Oh, okay. Yep, that's right. Did he was he did he go there to fish or you know be a fisherman? Just or? To, to move to get out of the area because he he just wanted to, something needed a new, change. You know how kids are; they need yeah. to go somewhere and do something. Yeah, I'm in Chicago, for instance. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, Amy went to college in Pennsylvania. That's where she met her husband, Mark Ronkes. Mark Ronkes, the who, senior father. Senior. Marky, yeah, Marky Ronkase, famous Marky Ronkase, yeah. Ron and ben. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Don't infamous. Adam. Oh, but no, I'm not forgetting Adam. And but Marky delight, is the infamous. The, is infamous. The delightful Adam and that infamous Marky. That infamous Marky. <laughs> <laughs> I I like them both very much. Um. So yeah, they all they all essentially paired off. Did did Joe, your son, get married? Yeah, he met a girl, and and that's actually who he went to the Cape with. Oh, okay. With, with Patty. Mm-hmm. And uh, they never married. They had a daughter, Ashley, and she's married and lives in uh, Orlando, Florida right now. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, he never, they they never, they never got married. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, that's kind of, a, it's, that's becoming a more modern take yeah, well, on things. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that. And that, and then he went to work for Unico. That's right. And then uh, he got stationed in Cincinnati, and he's been there ever since. Well, explain then, explain the Unico thing yeah. to people. Oh, Unico was my sister-in-law, Honey, and Honey. That was her husband, the company her husband owned and oh, okay. ran. Janitorial, uh, engineering, right. and uh, landscaping. Uh, I know it well. I also did a little bit of labor for Unico. Uh, right. Tony's Correct. worked for them. Uh, Trevor Dawkins, past guest on this show, I believe, right. even worked for them yeah. for a time. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of my friends and yeah. family have, yeah. have, have worked for Unico. They've got a pretty, or they had. They're they're name they've change. under yeah undergone a name change, but they've had quite a footprint on the c- continent. I think right. right. Well, yeah. Well, just... he so, he so, sold his company. Uh, right for it. He right grew the damn it. thing from nothing to right. Well, to, his father started it. Yeah, his father started okay. the company, and then uh, he was he was going to be a lawyer, and he was going to college to be a lawyer. And his father was ill, so he left school to go help out with the cleaning business. And him and his older bro- him and his younger brother Ricky, yeah. they they worked, and uh, that's how Steve become the owner i mean he took over everything and then his dad passed away yeah and so he ran it with his mother his mother was right there too yeah and uh uncle steve always tells a story about how they used to in in the night somebody would lock them in a building and then let them out in the morning because they they was only the two of them and they would clean all night yeah 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 but he (sighs) he ran it from he made it from nothing it was almost bankrupt when he took over oh wow and was he married to Aunt Honey the whole time? Because I no, know her. They didn't. Neither one of them. They were in their forties when they got married. Oh, okay. For their first marriage, uh, they were forty. I think she was forty-three or forty-four. Wow, that's impressive yeah. for the time as well. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then also Dave Gia Michael also ended up working for Unico, right? right. Well, you want to explain that part? Uh, us leaving New York. And that was... Well, that's they came. They came for a wedding. Well, and and we wanted Steve, you know, to meet the family and everything. Yeah. And so then him and Aunt Honey came down, and and he met Dave, and he was uh, a prison guard at the time. Yeah, it was a prison guard, at, and then he offered he offered him a job. He says, "Come mm-hmm. up and uh, I guess they they interviewed him, 
I really don't know. Well, and, I, and they hired him. Well, what it was, he, he was they were starting a managerial training right program. And your father and was the first. He was one. the first person to be trained. First person to be mm-hmm. trained. The first person to graduate. Yeah. Uh, cool. Fr- in the within the company within within the program. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Jeff. He was he was the very 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 first person. And so you guys, and this is for both of you, Tony, you and your family lived in Cortland or in the town? We lived in Cortland. Cortland. Okay. But we, we were always in Groton. Right. It's a 10 mile. Right. So not too far at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's one road or, or a couple back roads. And so you introduce uh, Uncle no. Steve to the Gia Michaels. Right. right. And then and yes. that ends up sending them to yeah. Virginia, I guess. Right. You yes. know, they first they went to Boston. They were in, in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, worked. sorry. Yeah, we we were in Boston, Wilmington, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston, and uh, it was all right. I mean, it was all right. I I, I did. I kind of didn't like the my my experience. Well, you had to move around, and, and as a kid, that sucks. It did, and plus, I was moving from like I had. Yeah, you loved it. All, three sets of grandparents in the north. You know, yeah. that were just always floating. Or four sets of grandparents back then. Everybody floating around and. So it was, it was, it was, that was a little tough. Right. Right. But you stayed back in Groton? Yes. Yep. And how long did you live in Groton before leaving there? How long did I live there? Uh, we moved there in 1970 and we moved to Cape Cod in 2004. Wow. So that, that's mm-hmm. like, so that's a do. big chunk and, of home. And one, yeah. of, one of the main reasons why we moved, because of the winters. I mean, oh, really? the Finger Lake area is beautiful in the summer yeah. and in the fall. But the winter, I mean, you you got one two hundred inches of snow. Yeah, you know? brutal. Oh my and, god! And it was it was bad all winter long. For sure, because we got all the storms from the, the Lake Erie. The lake right, effect. yeah, the lake, lake effect, effect is snow. is horrible as we know yeah. here in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and so Cape Cod, obviously classic. So when I retired, yeah, okay. Granddaddy had had uh, a heart surgery and everything, Oof. and and he had retired. And he didn't want me working. He wanted me to retire. So I retired to be home with him. And that's yeah. the only reason I retired, or I'd probably still be working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was peak physical fitness, uh, and uh, his body kind of just kind of failed him there, which was kind of yeah, sad. We, sad. We, we, we talked about that a lot. Yeah, well, about. come to find out, it's hereditary. His father died with the same thing. Uh, that, I get real worried. I want to go get my ticker checked out, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You say I shouldn't worry, but... Uh, so Groton, you moved to Groton. Why? Explain. Well, you you moved to Cape Cod. Explain why you you moved to Cape Cod and where you moved into. This is kind of interesting as well. I moved. To, well, we we retired. Yeah. And uh, we had we owned a house on South Main Street. It was the first house we bought when we moved there. And whenever we went to sell it, it took us five years to sell it because the area was just because Smith Corona closed and everything was downhill. So it took us five years to sell that house. So we bought another house, and uh, I retired, and I said, uh, one day I said to him, I said, you know, why, let's just put our house on the market and see if we can sell it. I said, because the other one was on there for five years, and we were planning on moving to either North or South Carolina. And he, I, he says, okay. So we did, and the house was sold in a week. Huh. So, and we didn't have any place to go. Oh, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> Joe's Joe's parents owned a home on Cape Cod. That's where they retired to, and and it was empty. And we used to go up there in the summertime on vacation, take the kids because his parents, 
Well, his yeah. father has passed away, and his mother was in a nursing home, and then mm. she moved in with uh, with uh, Aunt Vicky, Joe's sister. So uh, between the three of them, they took care of her, and uh, so the house was empty. So I said, well, let's just move to the Cape for the summer until we can get situated and find decide what we're really going to do. Yeah, beautiful place to... Beautiful place. To land, and so, you know, for for at least a minute. My great grandparents' <laughs> house is where my grandparents you know, moved to. So it, it's this. Okay. It was this really, it was so an awesome thing. Yeah, you know, passed I, down. I had these memories yeah. of yeah. two sets of grandparents in the same house. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where I learned how to be a musician. Right. Because oh. the summer he was in college, and he spent the summer him and him and. Uh, yeah. Me, Asa, and, Asa, and Mike. Me, Asa Fry, and Mike Burns. Yeah. And because uh, the first Asa. band, the first band. I learned how to play guitar, and then we. Then I was told the guys. I was like, "Let's make an album." That's how it starts. Well, how you it had starts. to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, so we, they they lived in my basement because my basement was converted into an apartment for my. Uh, we had someone live with my mother-in-law. Okay. Uh, when she, when she they, was by herself. When she was by herself. Okay, yeah. And so the help lived down in the basement. And so it was finished. And so the boys moved there. But they were upstairs more than they were down. Oh, for sure. We were constantly <laughs> Sleep eating. down there. We were, we were constantly eating. Oh, yeah. yeah. College kids. We, we, got, we, we got a job at the uh, at the docks at Woodhole. And, uh, told me a story ferry. about that. Yeah. The ferry. The ferry. And we used to you know catch the lines and, and load the cars in. And I, I was able to smoke uh, cigars. When I was and and walk, and, oh yeah! So they saw this, this, I was constantly yelling at people and screaming hey, you, you at people. You almost beat up a kid, right? Uh, no, that was that, that was something else. Maybe I probably almost got in a couple fights there too. But I was allowed to smoke cigars there and, uh, and be yell, bossy. be bossy. And I was walking up and down the lines of of cars, and then I would go and catch docks <laughs> or, or or catch the catch lines, the lines and, and, uh, and bring it in and and the in the docks, and then uh. You would, you, they would, they allowed us to control the ramps for these big ferries coming in, and when you missed, when, and the and the ramps were, were controlled by an, an like an, an electrical button, and the, the the buttons were two buttons, and it was literally up and down, right? So you press up, the, this giant ramp would go, press down, giant ramp would go, ferries coming in pretty fast. These things don't slow down much, and if you don't line it up directly, right, it hits. Boom, and the whole everything, everything shakes. shakes. The ground shakes, and then you hear this big. It's like a bomb going off. Huh. Well, the ferry, the ferry was from Falmouth yeah. to uh, Martha's Vineyard. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, no. so every time we would miss, we're kids. We're right. like, we're nineteen, twenty, yeah. right? Yeah. And so they would say, "Go ahead and do it." And you're there by yourself, and the ferry's coming in. And Dum. sure, nine times out of ten, I'm missing that fucking ferry, and I'm making the the earthquake. Uh, which, which which was pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. See, I, was, I was looking. I for the listeners, I have a the sound effect board. So I was like, listening for a giant crashing noise, and then but I and then there, and I then the fairy hit. Yeah, and then press the, any button, and then the fairy hit. We almost better with your sound effects. Oh yeah, I got I got to practice. <laughs> we almost got in a fight with the boat guys. The dock guys almost got in a fight one day. Stupid! It was just a whole weird thing. Uh, what else? They made us look for bombs because it was two thousand and three, oh, yeah. two thousand two, a couple of years. So it was after uh, the attack, and no, then we were all sitting there. It was five or six, two thousand five or two thousand six. Yeah, we we were all sitting there, and this guy, what's his name, was Butchie or something. He had uh, he only Butchie. had a couple fingers left. 
he was an old fisherman. <laughs> he laid a couple of fingers, you know, because everybody yeah. there's a retired fisherman or something. Yeah. And had his, uh, had his and, fingers bitten off by a. And he just posed the question to me and Mike and he, and everybody else that was sit because we had to look through people's luggage because they one uh, day they one day they said they just said out of the blue they said now we gotta start looking through people's luggage and bombs and without any without uh, any training right so you gotta look through everything so so right just one day out of the blue so and nobody knows what to do right so we're just grabbing people's luggage and the boss would come around the guy from Brooklyn and he would be like okay open it up and then and they now start searching through it we're taking cues from what other people are doing like down the line we're like okay I guess we're looking through panties now we're digging through people's luggage good yeah obviously this is not how you're supposed to handle it this is day no. one and <laughs> obviously and this guy with like no fingers uh, and he just posed the question to everybody and he's like ever think about what we would do if we find anything and everybody just kind of stops, <laughs> like thinks about it. There's, and we're like, "Oh Christ! Uh, I don't know. Throw it, throw yeah. it in there." Uh, it was just so silly. Yeah, I'm, dig- is... I'm digging through all these people's stuff, and they're looking at us like we're the biggest assholes. Oh yeah, because yeah. you are. Because we're digging but, through people's I mean, shit. I mean, you're not. You're just following orders. But yeah, it's it's ridiculous. That 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 whole it's that, the that illu- time period. It's the, yeah, and it's the illusion. It's to just make people feel as though everything is safer, even though it's just more inconvenient. It just makes everything a little bit slower. It's super awkward. Some kid's yeah. going through your drawers. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. man. 19-year-old kid with sticky fingers, probably. And some guy with no, no, some guy with no fingers. fingers. <laughs> some yeah. guy with no fingers. Yeah, dude. That's the other thing. Yeah. We're, we're not, you know. Yeah. You're on vacation. You're on, you're on like vacation essentially. Yeah, you're on like right. work vacation. They were. They were, they were <laughs> yeah. on vacation. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, that's ridiculous. Back to um, grandma though. Let's uh, let's get her side of this though. Uh, what uh, what what did you think when you first met Tony? <laughs> <laughs> when I first met Tony, yeah. I met him. I met him. He must have been an hour old when I met him. <laughs> Was I always? And the such nurse a... brought him. The nurse brought him out, and he had this little hat on his head and uh she said you want me to take the hat off and i said yeah and she pulled his hat off and all you seen was hair he had a head full of hair it was all curly and i just went oh and i went over to pick him up and she said don't you touch him <laughs> i was i was covered in hair he was covered in hair curly hair yeah. and you you paste you paste his hair down and it would just sing <laughs> yeah yeah um that's adorable. <laughs> he was. Grandma. He still is. I love my grandma. <laughs> um, how many grandkids do you have? I have six. And you spoil them, didn't, don't you? No, I love it. Yeah. 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 You got six and you got Joey and Beth and all of them. But there's... And I have, I have, I have step-grandchildren. Yeah. Great-grandchildren. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I have three. I have one, two... Four, four step great grandchildren. Oh wow! Yeah. I don't, and I don't. I really don't don't know them because I don't see them. Right. Because they live in Ohio. Oh uh, yeah, Cincinnati. You say? Yes, yeah, best yeah. best family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now you're here. Explain why you're here and why you've been here, living with my mom and dad, dad for a, a little bit. Do here. I have to? No, you don't have to. <laughs> oh, no. No, I. Uh, it's as Joe, Joey, Joey, Tony said. Uh, Granddaddy passed away in October, and um, 
very hard on the whole family. Oh, big time, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and I uh, I had to be by myself for a while. Nobody, nobody would. My kids were wonderful through all of this. They were. We were never by ourselves. Joey would come a week and leave. Teresa would come a week and leave for two weeks, and Amy would come. So we were always with one of our kids the whole time, and that was so great. I could never have done what I did if it wasn't for my kids. And uh, and after after Dad passed away, they stayed. And so uh, they were getting ready to leave, and they wanted me. Every one of them wanted me to go home with them, and I said I can't. I want you to go home, and I want to stay here by myself because I'm going to have to do it sooner or later. And if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. So that's why I stayed, and I said I'll come for Christmas yeah. and stay for the winter. And and that's what I did, and it was good. And I'm ready to go home now, and I think, yeah. I think Mom's ready for me to go home too. <laughs> <laughs> I love having you here. Jackie was just saying, my girlfriend last night was just saying she loves – she loves having you here. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's such a good feeling waking up in the house knowing yeah. knowing um, that your grandma is in the house. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you'd be welcome to stay here uh, yeah. forever if oh, you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, and... but I need, I need to, I need to get on with my life. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. No, even Our... though I am old, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not, you're not old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still have life to live, and I think it's great. You know, um, your family. Uh, Joe, even, I didn't know him very well, but I went to Italy with him as well. He was with us. Uh, all of you have this great sort of giving and sharing and caring spirit uh, that really you can see through everybody in the family. Uh, and it's amazing. And I, you know, I know I was here uh, and poor, uh, poor Teresa, your daughter, was back and forth, back and forth, just in a in a frenzy. And you could see it all. And it was just... Um, yeah, it was, you know, it's hard to watch, and I, of course, empathize very greatly. I lost all of my grandparents um, within a year or two, yeah. you know, and it happens uh, pretty quickly. So it's definitely tough, and I always feel bad, obviously, for the people left behind. And right. uh, But you guys are, again, caring, and you take care of each other, and it's that's very important, and you're also very strong as well. So, I you know, I think that you're doing a great job, and I think that you have... A wonderful dog. <laughs> yeah, to Betty, kind Rose. Of, oh, Betty Rose. <laughs> to uh, to help you. Uh, That's another thing yeah. that they gave me a dog. Mm-hmm. Gabriella said, "Grandma, you need a dog." Which I was in the process of doing that when Granddaddy passed away, and I wanted to get a dog for him so mm-hmm. we could have company for him. Yeah. And then I said to the kids, "I I can't take the dog now," and they said, "Okay." And then Teresa calls me back and says, "Mom." Gabriella forgot to turn take the papers back, and she says nobody adopted Ro- Betty Rose. You gotta so take Betty Rose. I said, now. Forgot, okay. forgot. I know. I said, certainly okay. stuck you. With and that I dog. felt so bad. I said, she okay, did. I'll take Betty Rose. <laughs> I think they tricked me. I think so too, but I think I think it was a, a trick that was meant to be good, good intentions, yeah. good natured. It is. I and love I think, Betty Rose. Yeah, I, I think... love her. She's she's just a yeah. bad little spoiled thing. Oh, she's so spoiled. <laughs> oh yeah, she's so already. Yeah. All right. She was just sad life though. She was kept in a cage for the first yeah. part, half a year of her life. She was yeah. kept in a cage. Oh, you, well, you're helping each other then. Yeah, yeah. right. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm excited for your future, Grandma. I'm I'm very excited for you because you are so so strong willed and and such a strong human being. Yeah. Uh, I went I went into business with my daughter and grandson. Yep. yep. So we started a LLC. So we'll. But yeah, there you go. Have you ever seen Watch the internship with uh, Robert De Niro? Yes. So I, I, I wanted my grandma to see that, and it was it was uh, 
it it made getting older fun. seem exciting and fun mm-hmm. and fun yeah. and, yes, and, and, and 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 the, and the it, it pointed out the opportunities you have to learn and also learning more about life and what it means to be to still be living and to pursue life to its fullest even though it was a silly comedy it's totally a silly yeah, silly comedy a little bit sappy a little, a little bit sappy behind it. Yeah, but there, there totally. but there was it was an interesting take on that we're not used to seeing in a in a, in a comedy sure. uh, that you know that I, I that I enjoyed yeah there's life after death and retirement right mm-hmm. yeah and it's not all morose and sad it's actually there's actually a you know there's that's usually what they touch on in movies is the morose and sad part yeah i i said i somebody asked me how i was doing i said i'm good i said it's something that it's something i'm never going to get over but you get used to it yeah yeah Yeah. one day at a time kind of thing that's what it is yeah and never never stop learning new beginnings all of that stuff it's it's you got to take it and in stride and, I started uh, working in the food pantry while I was here with Teresa. Yeah, and I'm going to continue that when I go home. Yeah, so there's That's a awesome. lot. There's a lot of uh, things that I can do. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, give back, uh, right. and and continue to feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, we're, we're almost done. I'd say that's a pretty good place then. Unless you, do you have anything? No, else? I am done. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Grandma K. Everybody. So stupid. I can't believe we have one of these things now. <laughs> uh, what, what else you got out there? Give me another one. Let's see. Um, Can I take these off now? Oh, yeah. no. We're almost done. Give me a good Well, you got to. Well, if you want to run out of oh, here. Oh, no. <laughs> if you want to run out of. We're, we're still recording. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were done. <laughs> now, is there anybody you would like to say hi to? Not really. All right. Is there any, anything you would like to plug? <laughs> any any business ventures or shows you're in? <laughs> yeah, I'd say we're good. Yeah, that's with the sound sounds, effects and the podcast. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, we're done. It was right? like it was like the most. Uh, it was one of the better and best, like actual, actually deep and meaningful podcast episodes i think and then i just ruined it with the toilet flush <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember that yeah uh quickly we'll, here we'll cut that <laughs> quickly here go to mancalnoon.com for all the all of your man called noon needs which is music and everything else go to zachandtony.com for all your, your zach and tony needs which is comedy web series and podcasts uh please listen to liz shittister and the lovelies james man on the vot some bands we support um and uh, if you buy like, everything, buy everything. Yeah, buy if, it, if will you? Ya? If you like YouTube, uh, my my two favorite YouTube channels are Philip DeFranco and Comic Book Girl Nineteen. And that's all I have, Zach. Take it away. Uh, yeah, in the same vein as Liz Chittister, go to LizChittister.com. C h i d e s t e r. Liz and the Lovelies have a show April fourth. It's her EP release party, and the EP actually comes out officially this coming week, March seventh. So, um, you know, get it. Go to the comedy show, which is uh, usually in the back room of Finley Dunn's. We support both of those show. things. Uh, Pat Kent and Drew Corb. Uh, they're funny. They make us laugh. And uh, James McFadden. What's up, buddy? The third guy in this crew. Yeah. He uh, takes care of all the online stuff. The unsung hero. Very un- very much unsung hero. Uh, hello to Andrew Donnelly and Joe Saltani. <laughs> Two 
future guests. Oh yeah, big time, big time, definitely. Yeah. We'll get them in here. And, oh, and Nick, who we canceled on this week. Nick Taylor. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, everyone out there, don't work too hard. Don't stop working. Okay. You're up to go out tonight. I'm down if you are too. You're carrying all the hate. I'm carrying a grudge. I got to lose. I'll walk to get to the right. You're all screams in the night, but nothing is returned. Just the echo and what it heard. Oh, come on, let's just dance tonight. Because everyone is lonely in the mud and light. Well, oh, come on, let's just dance tonight. Because everyone is lonely in the mud and light. But you're always mad dog when you're out of money Before we get to the door I long drag a smoke that I roll Because outside the club Everyone's cool and it's quietly smug Oh, come on, let's just dance tonight Because everyone is lonely in the morning light Well, oh, come on, let's just dance tonight Because everyone